Welcome to another edition of Who's Better Baseball, the podcast where we answer a simple question on each show. Who's better at baseball? I'm your host, Ryan Fickelstein, managing editor at JustBaseball.com. Earlier this week, we did an episode breaking down the top X factors in the AL East. Now we're going to flip leagues and look at the top X factors in the NL East. This relates to our show because... These are players that will make their teams a hell of a lot better if they have big seasons. And we are writing about all of these X factors at JustBaseball.com. We've now released each division so you can find whatever team you root for. We have an X factor for you at JustBaseball.com. So we're going to look today at NL East. And in the article, Christian Crespo wrote about one X factor from each team. I'll take things a bit further dive through each roster, and give you a couple of X-Factors to look at. So, we begin things with the presumptive favorites in the National League East, a team that is off to a great start this season and was amazing down the stretch last year. Of course, we're discussing the Atlanta Braves, and I think this X-Factor is as clear as you could imagine when it comes to teams in baseball. There is not a more clear-cut, top-flight X-Factor than Ronald Acuna Jr., this is, you know, second year coming off the ACL. Last year, just being healthy for the year was a good sign, but he looks a lot more like himself. We saw it in the WBC. We saw, uh, you know, the Winter Leagues. You know, this was looking a lot more like the Ronald Acuna that we remember, and he's starting to play like it. Uh, you look at, you know, the rest of this team and, I don't think there's a player that could be better than Acuna, and that's including guys like Austin Riley and Matt Olson, who are awesome in their own right. But Acuna's the only guy that could be 40-40 this year, and that's a rare feat that you could find someone that can be that level of successful. So I think that that was a clear answer from Christian. But looking at kind of the rest of the team here and where else we might find some X-Factors, I do believe that, those guides at the corners are going to be big, but I also want the X factor to be someone that, you know, could be unavailable, uh, could be, you know, a, a guy that could regress greatly. Those are the X factors that I always like to pinpoint as guys that really could change the tides of this team one way or the other. So two that jump out to me in this starting lineup, uh, for one, it, it's what's going on at shortstop. Orlando Arcia, is he actually the guy? And if he's not, you know, what's coming behind him with Vaughn Grisham in the minor leagues? And then it's Ozzie Albies at the middle, too. Are they going to get a healthy Ozzie Albies this year? I think that's a big X factor for them. You know, I think we know what you're going to get from Olsen and Riley from Darno at the DH slash catcher spot. Um, you know what you're going to get with Michael Harris defensively in center and Sean Murphy behind the dish. There's some guys you don't necessarily trust in that lineup with Azuna, Eddie Rosario, but overall, this is a loaded team. And in the starting rotation, uh, there's a lot of injuries right now, but they have so much depth that I don't even think there is one specific X factor to pinpoint. It's just a very deep staff. You know, Spencer Strider could take that next step this year and be a Cy Young candidate. Uh, Max Free, when he comes back for the injury, we always know he's going to be good. Charlie Morton is an X-Factor in the sense that you wonder when the age is going to catch up to him. But overall, I have a lot of faith in that bullpen. I have a lot of faith in the depth of that rotation. The Braves are going to be great. They really are. I guess the biggest question is, are they going to get an MVP campaign on top of it with Acuna? Moving over to my Mets. 
Christian's X factor he pinpointed was Brett Beatty. I would have said the same thing. When are we going to see the kid debut? Waldo Escobar third base is leaving a lot to be desired. Brett Beatty is the answer. He's the future. The question is just how long will the Mets wait to promote him? Dealing with a little bit of a thumb issue right now. Same thumb that he had surgery on last year. So that's concerning. But luckily, they say he's day-to-day. I think he's expected to get back on the field on Friday. So we shouldn't be too concerned there. Uh, but that that's definitely something to monitor as far as when he's going to come back. And, you know, more X-Factors do exist in AAA. Francisco Alvarez, from a catcher standpoint, you know, as great as uh, Omar Nervais and Tomas Nito are defensively, to be able to at some point this season plug Alvarez into the starting lineup, that's going to change a lot for this Mets club. So those are some of the main X-Factors. Uh, obviously, we know what we're going to get. Uh, you know, from from guys like Brandon Nemo, Starling Marte, Pete Alonso, Francisco Lindor, Jeff McNeil. Uh, you know, guys like Daniel Vogelback, Mark Canna, Escobar, Giorme, the, the fringe guys need to show up. But the X factors primarily are those guys that could get promoted and, and really kind of take this team to a different dimension. When it comes to the pitching side, there's not a bigger X factor than Kodai Senga. Um, he might be the biggest X factor on the team when you really think about it because of opportunity. Beatty, Alvarez, they're sitting in AAA. Sanga's taking turns every fifth day, and he looked great in his first start. A little shaky to begin. He was clearly nervous and said so after the game. But, man, when he settled in and that ghost fork started to just disappear on hitters and they were swinging through it, yeah, it was uh, a show that he put on. Eight swinging strikeouts all on the ghost fork. And he was also able to hit 98 with the fastball. There's every chance that Kodai Senga puts up the best season of any starter in this rotation. And that's a rotation that includes Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander. So for now, you're still waiting for Verlander to come back. Scherzer off to a rough start. So Senga has you know taken that that leap before anyone else where he's looking great and there's not a lot of the guys in the rotation that you can say that about uh, but he also has to take a second turn still so we'll see how Senga's season progresses and we'll see if he can make a run at being the rookie of the year this year and taking it from someone like Corbin Carroll who's kind of the clear-cut favorite in that department moving over to the Philadelphia Phillies Christian has Nick Castellanos as their X factor, and rightfully so. Here's a guy that had a horrible year last year. We know he's better than that, but how good can he be? They need him. They need him in a big way, especially with Reese Hoskins out now. You're looking from some power from the right side. Obviously, you got Trey Turner, you got JT Real Muto. That's great, but Castellanos can really be that guy in the middle of the order, and we've seen him do it in the past, and it's not like you know, he went from Great American Ballpark to Comerica. You know, he is still in a good ballpark in Philadelphia. He should be able to take advantage of it. That's a big, big X factor. I think Alec Bohm is another one. Uh, you know, can you get him to take that leap at third base? That's something that I think the Phillies desperately need to get, you know, one of, you know, Bohm or Stott to put up like a four-win season. It's hasn't started good for the Phillies up to this point, and... Uh, the lineup, the rotation, there's a lot of questions right now with this team. Um, you know, in that rotation, you got Nola and Wheeler. Uh, you know about, you're hoping that Suarez comes back healthy soon. 
and, and those three guys can shake off what was a long, long season for them where they threw really deep into the year, made a lot of starts, threw a lot of pitches. That's always tough on the arm coming back the following year. Uh, this is why I really think the Phillies are a team that was a little bit overrated coming into this season because I just think it's a lot to ask for those guys to carry this team again. They didn't do quite enough to solidify the back end of that rotation. And um, as much as Trey Turner is a huge addition to that lineup, you're still missing Bryce Harper for a chunk of this year. And losing Hoskins was a big, big blow. If there's one more X factor to look at, it's Andrew Painter. Are they going to see the kid come up at some point this year? That rotation could desperately use him, but there is still that concern over a UCL injury, which right now they're trying to rehab him through. But with those things, you never know. At any point, we can get the update that, yep, rehab's not going to work. We got to go under the knife on that one. So uh, Painter, big X factor, because we don't even know if he's going to be part of the team. Now, we move over to the Miami Marlins. And, man, I, you know, look at this roster, and obviously Jazz Chisholm is the guy that jumps out. That's who Christian pinpointed as the X Factor. Luisa Rise has been awesome. Um, I don't know if he fits the definition of an X Factor uh, because I just think he's consistent. But, man, does he not make that lineup better. And the other one is Jorge Soler. Like, Soler is trying to hit his way out of Miami. Uh, there's every chance that he turns back the clock a little bit. And remember, this is a guy that hit, what was it, 48 in Kaufman? Yeah, 2019 had 48 home runs playing his home games in that pitcher's haven, uh, you know, that they have in Kansas City. So he has the juice in there. 2021, he had 27 bombs. Last year, only played 72 games. Still hit 13. I, I think 30 home runs, very realistic possibility. Outside shot at 40, that's how much power he's got. He has three home runs already in seven games. So Soler, I think he's going to have a big season for them. The problem, though, is I, you do have to kind of put into your mind what does an X factor mean? What are the goals of the Marlins this year? And I just find it hard to believe that they can make a legitimate push to the playoffs. So instead, I'm looking at X-Factors for the franchise moving forward. And I think you know what you got in Sandy. It's getting maybe two of three to establish themselves with Jesus Lazardo, Edward Cabrera, and Trevor Rogers, where you can know moving forward you got three guys in that rotation you can bank on year over year. I think that's very big for them. I think getting A.J. Puck to be a closer for them is a nice uh, X-factor for their future to be able to have a guy under control that can fill a role like that. And lastly, just the name I want to mention, Nick Fortes. I think he's going to be the starting catcher in Miami. Uh, he's an X-factor for their franchise moving forward if he could solidify that position. Last but not least, the Washington Nationals. It's tough to spend too much time on what they got cooking in Washington uh, my guy Dom Smith over there, love to see him out there playing every day, get an opportunity to prove himself, absolute X-factor, although, uh, you know, hitting 263 to start the season with a 263 slug, not a lot of slug for Dom, what happened to the power, buddy? Moving over to the actual X-factors, though, C.J. Abrams, they need him to be a guy, um, you know, Joey Manessis is is proving to be a pretty solid hitter. So they got that cooking. Uh, they're still trying to hope that Kebert Ruiz will be the catcher for them. 
Um, so that's a name to look at. Look at the starting staff, though. Mackenzie Gore is the name that Christian Crespo picked as the X-Factor because he's got every chance to be the best starter in this staff this year. And you're also looking at Josiah Gray as another one where you're hoping that he can find something has not looked good for him in a Nationals uniform this year. He is sporting a 9 ERA. Uh, that's obviously just one start where he gave up five runs in five innings. But you know he's got a fastball that guys tee off on, and that's not something um, that <laughs> you can just quickly overcome. You know, Oh, my fastball's not good. You're probably not going to be a great pitcher in this league. Mackenzie Gore, though, uh, he looked pretty good his first time out. Went five and a third, allowed one run, struck out six. Uh, did he walk any? It looks like he walked none. So, nice outing to begin the season. Or is that four? I He didn't give up a homer. He actually walked four. Apologies for my misreading. Look, they need Mackenzie Gore to be a guy, um, but they're far away from contention and uh, really not too much to, to harp on here with the Nationals. The team that probably going to lose 100 this year, and you're just hoping they find one, two, three uh, building blocks that they can take into next season and feel good about being that much closer to maybe contending sometime in this decade. Anyway, though, that's going to be all for this edition of Who's Better Baseball. Make sure check out all of the written stuff we got cooking, all of the written X-Factor articles. We got predictions for each division. We're starting to highlight some players as guys announce themselves with solid campaigns. So, Continue to check all that out. Follow, rate, and review again uh, where we get your podcast. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Another Who's Better edition where we're going to break down the X-Factors in the AL Central with Elijah Evans.